you do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. And update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 U.S. only. Welcome back, watch people. Let's get straight into it. This is robbery number two. Now, if you are wondering what this video is all about and you haven't seen robbery number one, I'm going to try and remember to put a link somewhere up in the video. And I would advise you probably best to go back and watch uh, the video on uh, what shot robbery number one rather than watch number two first. So let's get into number two. Now, I guess that uh, for most people... Um, Robbery number two would have been a, a hugely traumatic experience um, and something that they probably only experienced maybe if they're unlucky once in their life. This was the second time that this had happened to me. And I've got to be honest, from a, uh, a shock perspective, um, you know, from, from a shock factor, this didn't really register on the scale too much for me because um, it was an unsuccessful robbery. It was... Uh, a whole heap um, less successful for the robbers than the, the first one was. And that was because we'd, we'd learned a lot um, from our, or from my mistakes uh, during the first robbery when um, we didn't have a secondary door um, that would, that, that meant that uh, when you rung on our buzzer, <clears throat> um, you could come straight into the shop once we let you in. Well, after the first robbery, we put a, a, an airlock in and a secondary door. So you could ring on the door, come through you'd have to close the front door and then wait for the second door to open before you could get into the store now this is uh just over a year i think um after the first robbery because i remember we had one in 2012 2013 and then the worst one of all in 2014 um so three robberies in three years so it was just a, a year about a year or just after um just over um after the first robbery and at the time, I was employing one of my young nephews. I think he was about 20 or 21 at the time. And uh, he hadn't been working for me very long. Um, he basically just sort of really was helping out a little bit and, you know, learning the trade, as it were. And we was in the shop uh, one, one morning, or uh, I think it was around lunchtime. And really the same sort of situation uh, arose as the first one. But this time... We was a bit quicker on the ball because after the first robbery, we were extremely aware of any motorcycles that were approaching the shop. The shop was actually um, in a strange kind of uh, little road. It was like, um wasn't a dead end, but you couldn't really drive vehicles up there apart from motorcycles. So if we saw any motorcycles approaching on the CCTV or if we heard any motorcycles approaching, we were instantly alerted to a possible a possible raid. Uh, and that was the case on this particular day. We um, spied the bikes coming. Um, firstly, as they pulled up outside, we heard them and we saw them. Um, and we pretty much knew when you see two motorcycles coming up that road with uh, four people on board, you pretty much know what's going to take place. And um, that is indeed what happened. So the uh, same as before, two guys jumped off the bikes and um, attacked the window. Again, the window wouldn't move. Um, and uh, again, they attacked the front door. Now, it leads you to wonder, was this the same 
team that was responsible for the first robbery. And, and in many respects, I suppose there's evidence that points to the fact that they, it may well have been. Having said that, I, I my gut feeling tells me it wasn't. Um, that's just my gut feeling. Um, but that's kind of irrelevant in any case. But um, once again, they attacked the front door. Now, this building was built in, I think, 1450. It was uh, a listed building and a beautiful part, the old part of town in East Grinstead. Hundreds of years old, these buildings, and they're, they're not the sturdiest. And um, you have to um, decorate uh, and make any um, changes to the premises that are in keeping with the age and the the period of the buildings. So it wasn't like we could suddenly start putting steel doors on. We wouldn't have been allowed to do that. Um, and unfortunately, again, this, for the second time, even though we'd improved on the, the security of the front door, the sheer weight of sledgehammers, um, it, it opened again for a second time. Um, I couldn't believe that the door would go again, but it did. I mean, they must have been using some real hefty, um, some hefty, pretty hefty sledgehammers, and they must have been pretty strong guys. But five, six, seven hits, and it went again. Um, and then the next thing I know, once again, we're confronted by um, guys that uh, have got into the shop. But luckily enough, by this time, we had the secondary door which means that uh, they'd have another door to get through before they could physically get into the shop, get to us and get to the goods. Um, now, the secondary door, because it was inside, we obviously we could build that to be quite a lot firmer and a lot stronger. And uh, I remember looking at these guys from no further than six feet away, if that. Um, and they were all, they had balaclavas on on crash helmets and... Um, um, some kind of weapon in their hand. I didn't actually see what it was. It may have been one of the um, one of the sledgehammers, but I could see he was waving something about, sort of gesticulating, making a threatening um, gesture, if you like, with this uh, wherever he had in his hand. Uh, and I was really confident that they weren't coming through. Um, and this is quite bizarre. This is quite bizarre. Um, I actually stood and looked at them through the, because uh, we had a small window, but it wasn't glass. Again, it was polycarbonate. So it was very small, polycarbonate, extremely tough. It, you couldn't break it. Um, but I could look through and I could see this guy's face. And I remember looking at him and I actually laughed. Um, probably our nerves, um, I sort of just looked at him as much as say, you're not going to get in. And I kind of like laughed and... Uh, it was a crazy situation, really surreal, to be honest, because um, it, this robbery was pretty much over as quick as it started, because um, once they realised they weren't going to get through that second door, uh, they turned around, ran out, jumped back on their bikes, and off they went. Now, before we go any further, I'm aware that it's actually getting a little bit dark here, where in the uh, sort of like mid-evening on a lovely summer's evening and the light is slowly disappearing. But um, you can tell I've actually retired from the business because I'm talking to you tonight with my bedtime T-shirt on. I've just got out of the shower. Um, I was feeling in a nice, positive, relaxed mood and I thought this would be a good time to sit down with you lot and, um, you know, take you through this second experience. So please bear with me with the light. I mean, you can listen. You don't need to look at my face. So... The second robbery was was pretty much over as quickly as it started, but that wasn't the the surprise. Once again, the surprise 
was the reaction of the police and um, uh, something that happened in the few minutes after the, the robbery. Now, at this time, the police took about half an hour to get there. So like around half the time it took them to get there the first time, and uh, which was obviously still far too long. But what I'd found out is, is that um, the police uh, that were patrolling the area would have been under instruction not to attend a robbery at my store uh, unless it was armed response because they were aware that any robbery involving my shop would have involved weapons of some kind. Um, so in, in other words, it would have been an aggravated robbery rather than just a, a theft. So the police were aware that the, the people that were going to come to my shop, if they came to it, they were aware that they were almost certainly going to be armed with weapons of one type or another. Um, and with the UK police obviously being unarmed, they were under instructions not to attend uh, and they would call the, the armed response to attend the robbery. And um, the trouble is the armed response, the closest armed response to me, um, was at Gatwick, which is about, I think, about 10 miles or thereabouts from East Grinstead. And that's if they're not busy. So how did I actually find this out about the police and the uh, the instructions from upstairs, if you like, not to attend um, a robbery at my shop unless they were armed? Well, it was actually from a couple of policemen that were outside my shop um, talking to my next door neighbour who owned uh, a very nice uh, child's shoe shop. And um, she was talking to the police officers and I overheard one of the police officers say to her, we was only sitting around the corner when this happened. And I heard it, but I was talking to someone else when, when I heard what they said. Um, and as soon as I could sort of break that conversation, I turned around to the lady next door, her name was Joe, and I said, Joe, did I just hear, what? tell me again, What did I just hear that right, that they were around the corner when this happens? She said, Paul said, I can't believe it. They were actually literally sitting in their car around the corner when this happened. They were, in, under, they were told to stand off and wait for armed response. Um, so what it actually meant was that whilst I was being robbed or potentially being robbed in my shop, less than or a maximum 100 yards away, maximum, but it was probably closer to 50, 60 yards away. There are two police officers in a marked police car that deliberately stood off or were told to stand off. I mean, to be fair to the two officers involved, I can't blame them. They were told, they were instructed to stand off um, and to wait until our response got there. Um, so I'm not blaming them in particular. Having said that, if it was me and I was a police officer, if that was my job to protect the lives of the public, I wouldn't have even phoned in or called in. I'd have just been out of the car and there straight away because that's my nature. Um, but it came as a shock that the police were there, uh, potentially able to help me. Um, and I can't say chose not to, but were told not to, um, which, you know... <laughs> put me in a catch-22 situation, you know, they arrested me for defending myself, um, they're not prepared to defend me, so what do you do in these instances, you just stand back and put your hands up and go, well, you know what, guys, take what you want, um, it's a crazy scenario, so a short time after that, one of the detectives from Crawley arrived at the shop, um, one of the detectives that was involved in the first robbery, actually, and he said to me, the first thing that he said to me was, Oh, Paul, you know, sorry to see this. I hope you haven't done anything silly, though, this time. 
meaning, you know, he hoped I hadn't dared to defend myself and my property, um, which didn't go down too well. I don't think it was the wisest choice of words, to be honest. Um, and two policewomen that were there, they were actually really nice, to be honest. They were, they were lovely. Um, they said to me that they'd never seen anyone um, so laid back uh, and so unfazed by, by uh, such a potentially traumatic event. And I just said to them, you know what, after what you lot have put me through, this is nothing. I'm not faced by it. It's, you know, you you people have done more harm to me. Um, you have caused me more upset. You have caused me more sleepless nights than anything these guys have done. And um, they asked if I wanted to give a statement. And uh, I said, is there any point? Um, and they said, well, in all honesty, you know how old it is to catch these people. And I just said, you know what? Don't even bother. Just go, go home. And um, do you know what? I don't even think I bothered to give a statement that day. I just, uh, by that time, all my faith in the police, uh, trust in the police, all my hopes and aspirations of ever catching anyone had disappeared. Um, and my, I wouldn't say my anger, because I wasn't angry with the police, but I was frustrated. My frustration um, had sort of kind of almost bowled over at that point. And I just said to him, you know what? Don't even bother. Just, uh, you know, just crack on with doing whatever you got to do uh, and let me get on with it. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery and update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 US only. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. Most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait, it's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling or credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, 749.99, 0% APR, one offer per account.